Okay, I'm going to talk this week a little bit. Pasha Shmois is Mamish Apausha. The League Vul, what to talk about, what to take out, Lakochim. We're going to talk about one Nakuda, which is an important, very Choshev Nakuda in Chai Yehudi. The whole beginning of the parasha talks about how the door, the door, the door, the door of the Shvatim, they all died out. We already learned in the last week's parasha, parasha Vayechi, the famous medrash, the beginning of the parasha, that so long that Yankiv Avinu was alive, there was no Tzoros Hashibut. Once Yaakov Avinu died, the Tzoros Hashibut began. I always understood that that was the Indian of why Sefer Shmois ends with such a negative term. Usually every Sefer ends with a shtikel ahecha, an oila. The end of Sefer Shmois ends with the onon Hashem and oil moed. The chohena, the chohena. Sefer Vayechi ends. With alavaya, vayisem boron b'mitzloin. This is the modna, amodna siyum ha-sefer. There's all kinds of terror on this. I once heard a, a beautiful shot from the Shem for all years. But I'm going to share with you an idea what could be connected. The, 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 the Pasha now makes an akuda, makes a point of saying that the Shibud began first by Yomos, Yosei, V'cholecha, V'chol Adarahu, and then by Yoko Melech Now there's all of a sudden a new king. Whether it's a new king, whether it's Nishachuk Zehoisov, a new, a, new, a new rulership. What is, what's the lekach? What are we supposed to learn from this idea that the Golos was mitlotolivi in Yaakov Avinu and in the Shavuotim? What's, what's, the, what's the takeaway from this Yisoyed? Rabbi Yankiv Zatzal always used to ask before Pesach, says, Vayoreyu oisonu hamitzri vayanunu. We say it in the Haggadah. So he asked the Kasha, he was always alpidiktik, he always used to ask diktik questions. Should say, Vayoreyu Lonu Hamitzriyim. They did bad to us. What's Vayoreyu Isonu Hamitzriyim? So he said, Omeridik Gedank, but I want to tr- try to bring it out also with the Sikum of the Parsha. The Sikum of the Parsha, Moshe Rabbeinu was Mizgala to Moshe Rabbeinu. There's a whole shock of a tire between the Bernish and Moshe Rabbeinu. Take out Klaliso from Mitzrayim. So there are two parts of Moshe Rabbeinu's refusal. One of them from Chazal's mashma was a Maila. He didn't want to go. Shlach no tishlach. That was Goa Maila. That was a Moshe Rabbeinu. He didn't want to be outshining his brother. Aaron Akoy. Aaron Akoy He's older than him. He didn't want to outshine his brother. That was a Maila of Moshe Rabbeinu. Loizu Bulvada was a Maila of Moshe Rabbeinu. As Mevul Zogin, if you want to explain it, you could say that Moshe Rabbeinu knew that the whole Gilgul of Mitzrayim, the Gemara says in Shabbos, was the Hadofa that Yankiv Avinu gave to Yosef, Al Shar Achim. 
a younger brother being uh, elevated, right? So Moshe Rabbeinu, Gulas Mitzrayim, Hayitochem. I got just gave the shir last night, and I was I was saying over that uh, a beautiful marshag, which is kedai to repeat. The marshag says, "What's pshat that Shevet Levi were bnei chayim?" Hamot nazach. Pari is afraid that the Yidden are going to revolt against him. Right? Pari is afraid. He's afraid that they're going to run away. Whatever his pachat was, his biggest pachat should be from Shevet Levi. Shevet Levi, that's the Shevet Hanasim, the Shevet of the, of the Melucha. Right? They're the leaders of Klal Yisrael. Which kachave. From Shevet Levi came out, Botekunu, Botemalchus. So I don't understand. So why is Pari not making the Levium? They should be the worst. They should be persecuted the worst. He makes the Levium free. It's a lot So the Marashag says an unbelievable gedank in the Sefer of Sheba, Allah Torah. He says that Fakert, Pari was an Oibachachim. No Evid ever made it out of Mitzrayim. So Mitzrayim had a, 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 a ganz fine grip on, on the country. No slave ever made it out alive. But, you never know, Klaus will have a reputation. So what did Pari do? He made the Shevet that's most likely to revolt. The leaders, they're free men. Adarabe. They're sitting on Chugovitz. Memele took away the incentive. Pari given Of course he knew. He knew that Levi is the most dangerous, dangerous Shevet for him. So what he did was he took away their incentive. Which a lot of dictators do. The people who they're afraid of, either they knock them off, or if they can't knock them off, they bring them close. One or the other, that, they sh- that, the, that, the, that whoever they're afraid of shouldn't, have the, uh, shouldn't be inspired to go against them. Shouldn't be motivated. But what's the takeaway from this marshak? So I want to say it's a muridika takeaway. Why? As the Gansa Gilgul to Mitzrayim came, from the Shvatim being afraid that Yosef will rule over them, right? Hamolech timlech aleinu, imashel tim shobana. Right? That's what, they were afraid of Yosef taking over. So that's the whole reason why the whole Gilgal happened to begin with. So what was the Gilgal Advarim? We put Yosef into slavery so that we shouldn't be his slaves. Right? That's the Mabat. How did the Gula come? By a shevet that was not avodim, putting themselves on the line to be mishachret of those that were avodim, it was mamish a tikkun of mamish the chet. It was a reversal of the chet. The chet was put my brother into slavery for my cheres. The geula came from a shevet that was taka bnei choyrin, being mesakin themselves, Moshe Aaron, to be mishachret klal Yisrael. So mom is a reversal of why we went down to Mitzrayim. So if we take that machshava vaita, we could say that that's why the Rebbeinu Shemtaka picked Moshe. And the biggest tikkun was v'roch of the samach b'liboy. This is mamish. The geula came from a complete tikkun. Even the older brother being sameach with the mamish fakert from the yiridah to Mitzrayim. The yiridah to Mitzrayim came from the acha mevugar from the older brother. Being Mekane, the younger brother, the Geula came, the Rach of the Samach Spitz, Spitz Tikkun. So that, 
that Chazal on Mishabeach Moshe Rabbeinu. That he that he that he didn't want to he didn't want to nemzachavek from his brother. He didn't want to take away from his brother. But there's another part of Moshe Rabbeinu that Chazal have big tainus. According to Chazal, Chazal, Chazal expressed that the Rebbeinu Shlom had tainus, and that's Moshe Rabbeinu's words: "Vehein lo yaminuli." Vehein lo yaminuli. They're not going to believe me because Moshe Rabbeinu said, "Vehein lo yaminuli." First of all, the Rebbeinu Shlom immediately gave him a shtickle clap. The nochash is a symbol to lashon hara. Yoder mitzeras kasholek. His hand turned into like a nega because he was choshet klal yisrael. Yeah, but it's even more than that. I'll, I'll share with you a scary chazal. Chazal say that when Moshe, when Hakadosh Baruch Hu, it's a medrash rabba, when Hakadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe Rabbeinu, "Hein kovu yomecholomus," when Hakadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe Rabbeinu, "Hein kovu yomecha," you're going to die here in the midbar. So Moshe Rabbeinu says, "Behein kilasticha." I praise you, Hashem, with the word Hain. Hain Lashem Hashemayim. Right? Like it says in Voschanan. Moshe Rabbeinu says, I praise you, Hashem, with the words Vehain. And you're going ahead and Behain at the And with the words Hain, you're telling me I'm going to die? The Baruch said, Fagas nisht. There's another Vehain. Vehain lo yaminuli. Scary Chazal. Mashma from Chazal. That Avadah, there was a chet later, made Meriva and everything else. But there's a shirish from this Vehein Loyaminuli. So Rabbi Vigdan Evan Shlita, one of the Talmidim of Hakam of Rav Shlomo Zalman. So Rav Shlomo Zalman was very bothered by this. He says, not only that, Chazal Kol Echoshin Bikshirim, the Maisa we see that Klai Soltaka didn't believe him. First it was Vayaminom, then they didn't believe him. Wasn't so pushed. Wasn't so pushed. Four fifths of Klai Yisrael died in Makas Choshech. That wasn't so pushed. Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't off mark. When Moshe Rabbeinu was worried, he wasn't off mark. Okay? But somehow, we see that Moshe Rabbeinu was nena shreklech for saying the Heim B'nei Yisrael Yaminu. So Bavigdel Shlita said Mishmoshe of Shlomo Zalman that Shlomo Zalman said Enechanami if Moshe Rabbeinu would have said Shema, Shema Bnei Yisrael lo Yishmu, wouldn't have been a time. The Hain is a lotion of Vadoyas. They're not, it's not Shaykh. They're not going to listen to me, for sure. He said it with assuredness. Klai so not going to listen to me. That, that, that was the Tzviyah. Im Kolzeh. Klai Yisrael was now in Memte Shari It's a time of Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe is looking at Moshe is being realistic. He's being realistic. He's asking the Rebbeinu for an Eitzah. Hey, what's the Eitzah? So here's the gang I want to explain. What's going on here? The emesis that the Eitzah has many, he's a Melech Zokin, the Eitzah has many ways to entice every single person in their own life where to go astray. He, he, he knows very well. He knows how to jump into everybody's life to your weaknesses, to capture your shvachkeit. Remember, Bianca Zatzal told me when he was in the 90s, he said, the Mesa has a chomish king, it's a hole. You think now already I'm in the 90s? I don't know if it's a hole. It's not the same it's a hole when I was 20. So now it's a hole. So you think the it's a hole is not here? It's a hole is dear, mamish, ad yoyma achrin. 
I remember if Shaul Shagron was giving a shmuz. He was talking about kas, the meat of kas. So he said there was a guy in Eretz Yisrael, Yushalayim, a real kaisen. He hated the kids to scream every Shabbos. The kids make noise, you know those people. He used to scream at the children. He says anyway, he got older and older and he still never got rid of his kas. Never. He says, so this, he called him Yochanan Kaiser, the Balkas. He said he was already holding on his deathbed. And the Hevra Kadisha came for the, for the last, for the Vidu. For the Vidu, you say at the end of your life, they came to say Vidu with him. He says, the Kindlach Yushalayim haben gefreit. They were happy that finally this person that makes their life miserable, his time has come. He says, they haven't gestanden beim Fenstern. They were standing by the windows looking. He says, and he was half his dead. He's come out dead already. He looked up. And with the last with his last strength, he went, Get back, kinder! Get out of here! Get back! That means the Yetzirah was in his, in his, in his graces also. It doesn't leave you. The Yetzirah is always there. So each person's Yetzirah stalls the back in a different way. But there's one quality of the Yitzhahara that I think he attacks every person in this in this in this Zach. And it's the most powerful, most powerful tool from the Yitzhahara. Most powerful tool. I had a Musa Haskell, and I repeat this because I in my mind I hazard it over many times. I my, one of my, you know, you always have in life certain moments that you look back and you say, wow, that was the most from the most inspiring moments. So I had one such a moment that I that I remember every Mamish. Every single minute. This moment was when my Yedid Nefesh, Moskowitz, famous, in Yeshiva at least, he's a famous, he became a famous person. We could call him Rabbi Moskowitz. Mamasha, a Choshava Yid that moved to Muncie from Detroit. And he moved to Muncie because he was diagnosed with liver cancer, stage four. Mamish to end then. He was a young man. He was in the 30s with a mishpacha. And it was holding up. I think the doctors in Detroit say he has six weeks to live. Something like that. Like they said, it's, it's finished. So there was a doctor in, in, in Sloan Cater that, that had some kind of possible treatment. So he came to New York. I was Zoyche. That this, I'm calling him Rabbi Maskowitz, moved next door to me. That was the house that was available. He rented the house right next door. 84 Shea Road. Right next door to me. Because of that, we developed a very close yachas. Amisha yachas. What did he look like? A regular guy. A baseball cap. And I'm not even, I'm not even being uh, exaggerating. During the week, he wore a baseball cap. Shabbos, he wore a dressy hat. During the week. Looked like a regular guy. American guy. Yankee Doodle Dandy. Like a regular guy. The kids are said this yid lived for many years after that. We had years together, Baruch Hashem. Not some years, quality years. Quality years. Those that remember from the old days, no, he used to come here to Shir. Came to all my Shir. He used to come to the Ian Shir. I was doing Yavamas then. He used to come straight from treatment to the Ian Shir. And he would fire Kashas. It was no him. I later found out that Rav Shol Bruce Zatzal, he was from his best Talmudim, in Beis Talmud. He was, he, he was, he felt from this, this Talmud. 
when he, when he was Nifta, so I was by him maybe a day or two before he was Nifta. He already had no kaychis. He was in the hospital then. That was talk at the end. And when I came to see him, he wanted to whisper something to me. I couldn't hear him. He was talking very low. So he kept on saying it again and again. He kept on saying, 40, 40. I thought maybe, you know, Nebuch, when a person has liver cancer, when the taka dying, there's a lot of toxicity in the body and you get a little foggy. I thought it was 40. I don't know, 40. Finally, he managed to tell me what he was saying. This Yid, when I say he didn't miss, he came to every shir. I used to give a medrash plea a Friday night. He came to the medrash plea a Came to every shir. He was telling me that over the years that we were together, he missed 40 shir. He was, he was being mischaret on those 40 shir that he missed. Could you imagine? I told his wife, I have his picture in my office. I have gedoyim and I have his picture on my desk. People see, they, they don't have for the picture. doesn't look like... That's what you call Adam God. So that's not what I'm telling you. What the inspiration was that during those couple of years that he was that he was living in Muncie, he had a couple of times where the doctors gave up. Baruch Hashem, every time he bounced back. One of those times, it was finished. They called me down to the hospital. His wife called me. The doctor says, "Mamish's liver got all famished, blocked." Nothing is going in, nothing's going out. It's not filtering anything. It's over. Finished. They want to know if they should tell the kids now. It's, 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 it, could be, it could be a matter of days. So I was in the middle of talking to the Mishpacha. You know what to do, what to say. An Indian doctor walks in. Not his doctor. Was treating a patient next, next to him. And the Indian doctor heard over the conversation of the last doctor. That the last doctor told him, listen, you know, Mr. Moskowitz, it's been, you really prevailed very nicely, but this is, it's over. It's over. These are his words. I can't, I can't tell you, I'm telling you with exact, in exact words, but close to the exact words. He says, don't listen to the other doctor. This is a guy with that trailer. Don't listen to the other doctor. Everybody's looking at him. Let me look at Leonov. He came in here. He goes, "You are the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You don't work with the rules of nature. You can make it." He walked out. Leonov. Leonov. Well, nice. A couple days later, he he bounced back. He's back home, and he lived. wasn't wasn't He wasn't after then. He lived, he lived for probably years after that. But for sure a year, but I, I think even more than that. This is a Maisa Shoya, more or less exactly the way the Maisa happened. What was the takeaway from this story? The takeaway was that our mole, we forget who we are. We forget our own kachas. We forget who we are. Rabbi Yankov used to always say, We have to understand... That this is us. Every Nisoyan Avraham Avinu went through, he strengthened the Am. That means Klaal Yisrael Taduch Gegang and Tendis Yainis. And we're, we're stronger from it. We have Koiches that nobody else has. The Rambam in Hukhaz says that the Chesed that Klaal Yisrael have comes from Avraham Avinu. Who are Chok Shachok Avraham Avinu Bizarai. Yes, we have. I, I don't want to sound racist. It's a very racist sensitive environment today. 
But yes, we have the blood of the others. We stood by Mount Torah. We have unbelievable kaiches. What does the Yitzhara tell us? Bistagonisht. You're a nobody. You can't. The biggest koyach the Yitzhara has is to tell you you're a nobody. And by called over Shepikdusha, you're a nobody. Bistagonisht. You can't. That's not possible. That is the biggest koyach for Yitzhara. A person walks in Beis Rebbe, a house of Adam Godel, he's going to grow to be an Adam Godel. He'll grow to be an Adam Godel. Rabbi Yankotl attributed his Hamadas Talmidim, his Mabatan Talmidim. He said, You could be your Kivegar. Some Rabbanim came from Europe and they were like, Let's try to make Shemesh Shabbos. In America, Halavaya Talmidim should be Shemesh Shabbos. So if, if that's your plan, so you, so that's going to be Miskayim. Halavaya Talmud will be Shemesh Shabbos. Rabbi said, I could have Gedolim. So he put into the Talmudim, the Hoikorah, what they could become. You're not going to outgrow that what you perceive yourself. You have the biggest Koyach. You have the biggest Koyach to lock yourself down. And this is in every area of life. Person's in a machlekes with another person. I can't make shalom. I can't, I can't. I'm not capable. There's too much water under the bridge. I can't make peace. That's your own limitation. You can wake up and just say, I'm going to make shalom. And you'll be able to. You yourself. Pari got up. He told his nation, this this Klai Yisrael, they're going to kill us if another nation comes and makes Muhammad, they'll gang up against us. And he kept on saying it and saying it. They made, they made us Rohim. Not just they did bad to us. They made us Ra. They were Mashrish, that we were Takara. They, they made us. The, the Maralma Prague says in next week's parasha that the Dalul Shonish Sagula, he says some of it represents the fact that we had to become Oisavodim from ourselves. The Mitzrayim, the Mitzrayim put us in the dumps. The Mitzrayim put us into the dumpster. Listen to Rambam and the Pirish Mishnahis. The Mishnah says, Hilo Oime heavy mitalmido shal Aranakim. Right? Oyev Shalom, Roydev Shalom, Oyev Asabriyas and Makarvan Latoya. What's the Hemshik of the Mishnah? I'm reading you what the Rambam, Moshtek Rambam. This is not a Musa Sefer, it's a Rambam. Says the Rambam, He would go and tell him, I want to call somebody, he's a Balavera. So what do you do? Instead of telling him you're a Schwanz, Aaron will start becoming his friend. This is a guy who has a balavera. Well, your marble is Aaron is his buddy. This guy was embarrassed of himself. Aaron Akoyim is my buddy. It's an embarrassment for Aaron Akoyim. My buddy, Aaron Akoyim. Imagine if Aaron knew what I do in my house. 
He's my buddy. What's going to be? He wouldn't even look at me. I'm going to make true the way Aaron looks at me. I'm going to become that. Aaron looks at me that way, I'm going to become that. Because Aaron took him off when he picked him up. Aaron Akoyan's buddy. What do you do? Aaron Akoyan's buddy, you're walking around in the, in the movie theater? Aaron Akoyan's buddy. So then he lived up to that perception that Aaron Akoyan had. This is a Rambam. That's the Rambam. A couple of years ago, a bunch of psychologists made a study and they think that the Chachomim, they are the Rambam. They made a study. They took out 20% of the students of a certain university and they gave them certain achievement degrees, that the achievement, uh, uh, whatever it was, certificates that they didn't deserve based on their quality of work. They tracked them for a year and they had a dramatic change. And they came out that there's such a thing called a perception that turns into reality. Perception that turns into reality. Rabbi says, The Rambam says he took people that were in the dumps, Aaron Akoyan, and say, You're my buddy. If I'm Aaron Akoyan's buddy, I, got, I better be that. I can be that. I will be that. Those are the godless. That was by your son of Amitzvah. They wanted to. As long as we held on that with Bnei Avram Yitzchik V'yankif, the Mitzrayim had no shlita over us. As long as we understood what that Indian doctor said, you're the children of Avram Yitzchik V'yankif, the Mitzrayim had no shlita. But, Vayomos Yosei V'cholecha V'chol Adarahu, as Mibagropt, if you bury the level of Aaron HaKoyim, of, of Yosef HaTzadik, of Yankif Avinu, that's when the Mitzrayim were able to be Shailatan. That's when they were able to, to rule over us. Moshe Rabbeinu's job is manhigon shal Yisrael, lohitzio mikur abazel, to take him out of Mitzrayim. Moshe Rabbeinu had to have a mabat of Klau Yisrael. Klau Yisrael. Memela, when Moshe said, v'heim b'nei Yisrael lo'yishomu, when Moshe Rabbeinu said, v'heim lo'yaminu li, that went against his whole shlichus. His whole mission. That was the time of the Rabban Shalom Hatamash Rabbeinu. That that Vahain is a snagdus to the whole house, just to end with this one idea. One of the Pshatim in the Chet Meimeriva, which is really a Psikta and a Yalkut Shemani, is what was the Chet of the Meimeriva? When Rabban Shalom told Moshe Rabbeinu to take out Mayim from the rock to talk with Ibarta Malasela, and it didn't happen, and Moshe Rabbeinu right away said, Shimuna Amorim. You should have learned with Klal Yisrael. You should have learned the Mishnah with them. And then you would have been able to take the water out of Iraq. You should have lifted them up. And you would have been able to take the water out of Iraq. So now it's so Meduik and Chazal, it's Yenahein. Vehein lo yaminu li. The fear was that Moshe Rabbeinu, that, that is our, that's our, our shortfall, is how we look at ourselves. That's our biggest shortfall. We have to wake up every morning and we have to realize the sky is the limit.
The sky is the limit. We're B'nai Avram Yitzhi We want the bottom of Har Sinai. We have unbelievable kreches. Rabbi Yankif used to all the time say, we make a bruch every day. Hamalami terulami Yisrael. Yesterday I was learning with the 12th grade. I told him you can't learn the sugi like a seminary girl. You have to learn like a lamdan. Right? Don't tell me uh, girls for this. Not that girls are bad, but girls are not supposed to learn gemola. Right? So girls say good svalas and chumish. They should gemola. Yeah? So Lamai said, person thinks this sugi is so one of, the, one of the boys told me, Rebbe, this is impossible. We always say, we say in Berchus HaTer, HaMalamei Torah Lama Yisrael. The Ebishter, the Ebishter teaches you Torah. The Ebishter, you just said it this morning. And if you don't believe it, it's a Berchul of HaTorah. The Ebishter teaches you Torah. That means each one of us wakes up every day with a Siyata Deshmaya. The Ebishter himself unleashes all the Koychus that we need to accomplish what we have to accomplish. And the biggest Koych the Yitzhar has over us is vehein, vehein lo If we look at ourselves that way, then it's vayerei sonu, and then chas v'sholem, we fall down. to be marker what we have, where we come from, and with that we'll be able to go very high. Yankov always used to talk about that.